0: Hello, once again, everyone. I'm Jerry Savelle. Thank you for joining me today. We are experiencing a great message from the Word of God, not just because I'm teaching it, but simply because it is such a powerful truth. And that truth is God will honor your faith if you refuse to give up. Our title, once again, quitting is not an option. Say that with me. Quitting is no longer an option in my life. Did you say it? I'm going to give you one more chance. Say it with me. Quitting is no longer an option in my life. I want to read to you the story that we left off reading uh, last week's broadcast uh, in the book of Luke chapter 18. And I want to see and show you how that Jesus talked about the importance of this no quit kind of attitude. Luke chapter 18 and verse one he spake a parable unto them to this end that men ought always to pray and not to faint, not to give up. Uh, Another translation says not to turn coward and give in. So once again, Jesus is implying that it's so important that you make the decision that quitting is no longer an option. If you're going to pray, then believe you receive and don't give up, until it comes to pass. Mark the 11th chapter, the 23rd and 24th verse says, what things whoever you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them and you shall have them. When do you believe you receive? The moment you pray. And what's the implication? You just don't give up until it comes to pass. So notice Jesus said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. And then he tells this parable and verse two says, there was in a city a judge with feareth not God, neither regarded man. And there was a widow in that city. And she came to him saying, avenge me of mine adversary. Now he doesn't tell us what she wanted him to do other than avenge her of the adversary. We don't know what exactly she was talking about, but she felt like something was owed to her that was not being paid to her. So notice it says, and he would not for a while. But afterward he said within himself, though I fear not God, nor regard man, yet because this widow troubleth me, I will avenge her, lest by her continual coming she weary me. And the Lord said, hear what the unjust judge saith." So that's important. You need to go back and read again how this unjust judge responded. Now, once again, as I said on last week's broadcast, don't get the idea that this is God's attitude. God is not holding out on us. God is not the one that uh, is is trying to keep us from experiencing his fulfilled promises. But he says, listen to what this judge said. He said, because of her continual coming. In other words, her attitude was, I'm not going to give up. I am not going to quit. I'm not stopping until I get what I believe belongs to me. And he said in verse seven, and shall not God avenge his own elect, which cried day and night unto him, though he bear long with them. I tell you that he will avenge them speedily. Nevertheless, when the son of man cometh, shall he find faith on the earth. So this story reveals to us how important it is to have this no quit attitude. Even though this judge kept telling her no, every time she came to his house, he would tell her no, slam the door in her face, I assume, and he thought she would just walk off and give up. But she came back and knocked on his door again and kept saying, avenge me of mine adversary. Give me what I believe I'm entitled to. And he would not for a while, but he said within himself... If I don't give her what she wants, she's going to keep troubling me. Now, listen to what the message translation says. I care nothing about what God thinks, even less what people think. But because this widow won't quit, listen to that. Because this widow won't quit, I'd better do something and see that she gets justice. Now, notice what got her justice, her no-quit attitude. She wouldn't give up. Now, is that the way you are? Is that describe how you are when your faith is on the line? When you're believing God for something that he has promised in his word, do you have this attitude? I'm not quitting. I am not giving up. Now, once again, God's not your problem. God's not the one holding out on you. The story is is telling us how important perseverance is, how important this no quit attitude is. And if you have this no-quit attitude like this woman, then the Bible says that Jesus said himself, God will avenge you speedily. In other words, he will see to it that what you believe belongs to you, you will receive, praise God. And so you have to have this no-quit attitude. Say it with me once again. I've had you repeat this every broadcast. Quitting is no longer an option in my life. Say it again out loud quitting is no longer an option in my life. So notice that her continual coming is what caused her to experience the, the uh, uh, results that she got. And once again, people tend to give up too quickly. People tend to, to, to accept defeat when defeat is not inevitable, when failure is not inevitable. But you say, well, it's just taking so long. I guess God didn't want me to have it. No, that's not true. It's the devil trying to get you to give up. It's Satan trying to get you to quit. He's trying to steal the word from your heart and he's trying to rob you of something that God has promised you. And so you have to make the decision that quitting is not an option. And notice the closing remark in this story. Jesus said, will the son of man, when he comes, will he find faith on the earth? And the kind of faith I believe he's referring to is this un relenting kind of faith, this no quit faith. And that's possible for you to develop. I developed it. You can develop it. Now you have to understand when I first began to learn these things way back in 1969, I was, I was not the kind of person that persevered. I always looked for the path of least resistance. If it got hard, I quit. If it got difficult, I I tried to find some easy way out. But once I got to of the Word of God, once I made Jesus Lord and got into the Word of God, in fact, the first scripture that, that really made an impact on my life, Jesus said, if you continue in my Word, you will be my disciple indeed, and you'll know the truth, and the truth will make you free. And that little word, continue, if you continue, that little word got as big as my Bible. It jumped off the pages got into my heart and the Lord said to me, and I'm talking about I've only just a few days old in the Lord, in my walk with him. And the Lord said to me, that's the problem in your life. You have never developed the art of continuing. You're a quitter. You've been a quitter. And if you don't learn how to develop the art of continuing, then you're going to be a quitter for the rest of your life. Well, I made up my mind right then. Quitting is no longer my lifestyle quitting is no longer a way of life for me. I made up my mind that quitting is no longer an option. And if I did it, you can do it. Now, it's going to take you being in the Word because faith comes by hearing and hearing by the Word of God. And that's what gives you the ability to maintain this no-quit attitude. Praise God. We'll come back to this in just a few moments, but I want you to watch this announcement. We have some special resources we want to make available to you. So watch and I'll be back in just a moment.
1: God will never say it's over until you win. In quitting is not an option. Jerry Savelle teaches what the Bible says about conquering the temptation to quit. In this encouraging four CD series, you will learn how to stay focused in faith by being truly convinced God will keep his word, being willing to wait by developing patience, and being in fellowship with God in his word. You can receive victory in every area of your life. God is looking for a group of winners to rise up and show the world that he is greater. In the powerful book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, Jerry shares how you can experience God's breakthrough power in your life. God will provide everything you need to pursue, overtake, and recover what has been lost. Are you ready to win? Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Born to Win package, including Quitting is Not an Option and Called to Battle, Destined to Win. Make the decision today to never give up, to never quit, and to watch what your persistence will produce.
0: Hey, listen. Be sure to make your plans to order the resources. Uh, do it right away while it's fresh on your mind. But before you place your order, let's continue our lesson. And then, as soon as I get through, place that order for these resources because the quicker you get them in your home, then praise God, the the greater the benefit they're going to be to you. All right. So we're talking about once again, quitting is not an option. How do you get to the place where you don't quit anymore? It takes the Word of God. The word of God. That's that's. It's not mind over matter. It's not you know uh, just being a positive thinker. Now you'll be a positive thinker if you get full of the word of God. It'll cause you to think positive, But you you can't do this with just mind over matter. You can't do it with you know just metaphysics. You can't do it with you know just uh, uh, mind science. You you have to take the word of God, because the word in you is going to give you that that platform, so to speak, to become non-compromising in your walk with God. You see, uh, you can develop a faith that refuses to give up, a faith that is based entirely on what the Word says, no matter what your circumstances are indicating. Let's go to uh, an example of this in Matthew chapter 8. Matthew chapter 8 and verse uh, 8, actually verse 5, it says, and when Jesus was entered into Capernaum, there came unto him a centurion, beseeching him, and saying, Lord, my servant lieth at the point of death, sick of the palsy, grievously tormented. And Jesus saith unto him, I will come and heal him. And the centurion answered and said, Lord, I'm not worthy that you should come under my roof, but speak the word only, and my servant shall be healed. Now notice what this man said, speak the word only. What is he saying? I have total confidence in your word. And if I can just get you to speak the word only, then as far as I'm concerned, that settles the matter. My servant will be healed. He says, for I am a man under authority, having soldiers unto me. And I say to this man, goeth and he goeth and to another come and he cometh and to my servant do this and he doeth it. When Jesus heard it, he marveled And said to them that followed, Verily I say unto you, I have not found so great faith, no, not in Israel." What did this man say that caused Jesus to marvel at his faith? He said, speak the word only. In other words, he needed no other evidence. He didn't need to feel something. He didn't need to see something. As far as he was concerned, if Jesus would speak the word, then that settled it. Now, if you want great faith, get to the place where the Word of God is all you need. If if God says that He'll supply your needs, then as far as you're concerned, that settles it. If God says that by His stripes you were healed, then as far as you're concerned, that settles it. If God says that, that great shall be the peace of your children, then as far as you're concerned, that settles it. If God says that, that he, uh, if you delight yourself in him, he'll give you the desires of your heart, as far as you're concerned, that settles it. In other words, your attitude is, God, speak the word only, and that settles it for me. Now, when you get to that place where the word is only evidence you need, then praise God, you're also gonna be at a place where quitting is no longer an option. Because if you see in the word what he said, then you're going to be willing to stand on it and to keep standing on it and refuse to give up. I I have uh, many examples of this in my own life, many testimonies regarding this. You know, one of them that comes to my mind is is, uh, when I first went into the ministry, the Lord said to me that I would not be able to fulfill what I was called to do without airplanes. And he said, I don't want you flying airplanes with debt on them. I want you to believe God for debt-free airplanes. Well, when he told me this, I was just a a few weeks old in the Lord. And uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to pay a note on a car. I'm paying a note on a house. I'm paying a note on a television set. I'm paying a note on the refrigerator. Everything I had had notes on it, had debt on it. And God is saying, I don't want you flying airplanes with debt on them. In the natural, that looked impossible. I'd never owned an airplane, but I'd learned uh, real quickly, they're expensive. Kenneth Copeland said, uh, airplanes wrote the book on expensive, and if you own one debt free, they're still costly to even operate, to upkeep. And so, you know, God said, I would not be able to fulfill what I was called to do without airplanes. Well, when I first started, I didn't need an airplane. I could drive wherever I was asked to preach. And then eventually I started getting more and more invitations and I still was able to drive to all of those meetings but it finally came to a place to where I was asked to be in uh, Los Angeles one night and Miami the next you you can't drive you can't get there in time and so eventually after a period of time I needed an airplane I couldn't get to all the places I was asked to preach without an airplane and so I, I'm believing God and the natural it looked like it would never happen And, you know, and I didn't go tell people when I was preaching, I didn't tell people, we're believing God for an airplane. Is God speaking to you? Uh, If so, then bring me the money. No, I never said that. I'd never mentioned it. In fact, the only people that knew anything about it was myself, my wife, my two children, the two employees I had at the time, and Kenneth and Gloria Copeland. Because uh, when I had worked for Brother Copeland, I watched him believe in Three debt-free airplanes. So I knew it could be done just simply working with him and watching how he did it. Every time he needed uh, a bigger, better airplane, he gave away the one he was flying and believed God for the next one. Well, he was he was the example. The Bible says, follow those who through faith and patience inherit the promises. So I was watching him as an example, and I watched how God did it. Now, he didn't get them immediately. It didn't happen overnight, but praise God, he wouldn't give up. And eventually they did manifest. So now I need an airplane. I'm in my own ministry. Uh, I'm traveling everywhere all over the the country. I'm getting invitations to places where I can't get there by way of an automobile. So I'm believing God for that airplane. And so eventually, eventually, everybody say eventually, (laughs) eventually uh, something happened that uh, somebody Uh, God spoke to someone to give me some money toward the airplane. Now, it was not enough to buy the airplane and pay cash for it, but it was the first person who ever heard God and obeyed him and gave me some money toward that airplane. So what I did with that money is I went out and rented a hangar. The Lord said, take the money and rent a hangar so that when the airplane manifests, you will have a place to keep it. So I took the money and I rented a hangar. So I got my hanger, and, uh, and I'm still believing for the airplane. And so finally, uh, a couple called me. Uh, I'd been up in Omaha, Nebraska, preaching uh, along with Fred Price uh, in, a, in a faith seminar. And when I came home, my general manager at that time uh, picked me up at the airport and he said, uh, Someone in Dallas called while you were gone and wants you to meet them for dinner tonight, if at all possible. And he said, give them a call if you can come. And so uh, this was back in, you know, before cell phones. So we had to stop at a service station and use a payphone and call them. And uh, uh, my wife and I agreed to go have dinner with them that night. Now we thought we were just going to have dinner. That's what I thought I was going for. But while we're sitting there having dinner, Uh, the wife of this man spoke up and said, Brother Jerry, the reason why we ask you to come and have dinner with us tonight, God spoke to us about giving you our airplane. And they said, we wanted to do it a long time ago, but we still had debt on it. And God told us not to give it to you until we had paid off all the debt and said, today the airplane got paid off And now we can give it to you. We can bless you with it. And so that's the reason why we wanted to have this meal with you tonight. And they said, let us know where you want it delivered. And so we told them. And the next day, they brought that airplane to the airport where I had the hangar. And when they come up in that airplane, i tell you, I was shouting. I was praising God to see what God had done. The impossible. Do you understand? This was impossible. But God did it and God did it, and he and He blessed me with it, and he blessed me with it debt-free, and praise God, I'm telling you, it was such a testimony. In fact, now listen to this, that was 10 debt-free airplanes ago. Amen. In 49 years, God has put 10 debt-free airplanes into this ministry. Each time we needed a, a bigger or better, a faster one, we sold the one we had into another ministry and we stood on the Word of God because I believe if God's done it before, he can do it again. Amen. If God's ever done it before, he can do it again. And The one I'm flying today, praise God, it's the best one. It's the fastest one, it flies higher, praise God, it gets us there quicker, and it is such a blessing to this ministry. But I have to tell you that I wouldn't have this testimony if I had given up, if I had quit on that first airplane. If I had given up when it looked like it would never come to pass, then I wouldn't have that testimony today. So I wanna encourage you with this testimony that God is faithful, and if you make up your mind, that when you pray, believe you receive, and then from that moment further, don't even consider backing down. Don't even consider giving up. Having done all to stand, stand. It's just a matter of time and God will confirm his word with signs following. If you believe it, say amen. Praise God. Amen. So once again, Jesus said, when the son of man cometh, shall he find this kind of faith on the earth. This unrelenting, non-compromising, unwavering, no quit kind of faith. Make the decision to develop that kind of faith and just watch, you will eventually receive everything that God has promised. Amen. So you want to develop great faith? Then get to the place to where you depend on the word and you need no other evidence whatsoever. Amen. Speak the word only, that's what the centurion said, and my servant shall be healed. That's great faith when you need the word only, and God will marvel at your faith just like He did this man. Now, let's go to Galatians chapter 6. Galatians chapter 6. Once again, we're still studying the subject. Quitting is not an option. Galatians chapter 6 says in verse 9 And let us not be weary in well doing, for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. Look at that once again. Let us not be weary in well-doing for in due season, we shall reap if we faint not. If we faint not, say that with me. If I refuse to faint. Faint means here to become discouraged, to become uh, uh, weary and, and no longer willing to stand. He said, If you will continue to stand and not grow weary, then praise God, you will reap. You will experience the fulfillment of the promise. Now here he's talking about sowing and reaping. When you sow, it's also important that you not give up on your seed. If you are a tither, don't give up on your seed because God has promised that he will open the windows of heaven and pour out blessings that you cannot contain. You won't have room enough to contain it all. Don't give up on that promise. If you're a sower, if you bless people, the Bible says right here in Galatians 6, that uh, you you should uh, look for opportunities to bless other people, sow into their lives. When you do, don't give up on that seed. You have this promise that if you sow, you will reap. But once again, you can't faint. You can't go around talking doubt and unbelief. You can't give up all the time when it looks like it's never going to come to pass. You just have to make up your mind that quitting is not an option. I've said it and said it and said it, but folks, this is the only way I know how to win. If there was some other way to win, uh, I think I would have found out by now, and that's what I'd be preaching. But this is the only way I know how to win. You just have to make up your mind that quitting is not an option. Amen. Say it with me again. Quitting is no longer an option in my life. Amen. So notice once again, if I refuse to faint, then praise God, I will reap. In other words, I will receive what has been promised to me. Do you understand that? Is that sinking in now? Have you made that decision that quitting is not an option? No matter how long it takes, you know, if you're believing God for healing in your body, keep standing. If you're believing God for finances, keep standing. If you're believing God for your children to get saved, keep standing. Having done all to stand, stand. There's no room for quitting. You can't experience the fulfillment of the promise if you give up. God makes no promises to quitters. He makes promises to those who persevere, to those who are willing to just stay on his word and refuse to give up. Remember what we said about Abraham? Abraham stuck it out and he received everything that God had promised to him. That's the testimony that God wants you to have in your life. And you can have it if you make the decision that quitting is not an option. Praise God. Well, our time is up today. I want to encourage you to uh, watch the special offer uh, announcement and then I'll be back with some closing remarks. So watch this and then I'll be right back.
1: God will never say it's over until you win. In quitting is not an option. Jerry Savelle teaches what the Bible says about conquering the temptation to quit. In this encouraging four CD series, you will learn how to stay focused in faith by being truly convinced God will keep his word, being willing to wait by developing patience and being in fellowship with God in his word. You can receive victory in every area of your life. God is looking for a group of winners to rise up and show the world that he is greater. In the powerful book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, Jerry shares how you can experience God's breakthrough power in your life. God will provide everything you need to pursue, overtake, and recover what has been lost. Are you ready to win? Call or go online to jerrysavelle.org and request the Born to Win package, including Quitting is Not an Option and Called to Battle, Destined to Win. Make the decision today to never give up, to never quit, and to watch what your persistence will produce.
0: Hey, listen, just before I remind you of the special hour today, I want to pray for you. I want to, I want to take the opportunity to pray and, and join my faith with yours that you're not going to give up no matter how difficult your situation may be, no matter how impossible it may seem. Trust me. I have walked by faith for 49 years now. and God has never let me down and he's not going to let you down. So I want to pray for you right now that God will strengthen your heart, strengthen your faith, and and enable you to to stand on his word and refuse to give up. So uh, stretch your hand out toward mine. I remember uh, Brother Oral Roberts used to do this. He would stretch his hand out and invite people to stretch their hand out and, and like they were touching his hand as a point of contact. So stretch your hand out toward my hand and let's establish a point of contact right now and let's believe God together. Father, in the name of Jesus, I lift up all of our viewing audience Especially those that are going through some tough times right now, going through some things that look impossible, looking though they will never change. I pray that they will be strengthened by your word. I pray that their faith will will not grow weary, they will not compromise, they will not give in to the pressure. I pray that their faith will be strong and in the name of Jesus you will honor their perseverance. You will honor their patience and you will see to it that what you have promised will come to pass in their lives. In the name of Jesus, amen and amen. Praise God. Lift your hands right now and thank God that even though you may not be able to tell any difference, thank God that he is indeed working behind the scenes and I believe your victory is at hand. Don't forget now, my book, Called to Battle, Destined to Win, and the four CDs, Quitting is Not an Option. You can go online, jerrysavelle.org, and order these today, and we'll send them to you right away. Be sure and join me again next week. And Until then, remember, your faith will overcome the world.